Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your Retirement Unbroken with your host, Merritt Strunk. Merritt is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Merritt works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Merritt Strunk. All right, welcome to the Retirement Unbroken Show. This is Merritt Strunk, president of Momentum Financial here in San Diego and the host of the Retirement Unbroken radio show and podcast. We're so happy you're here. And we're joined again today by our trusty producer, Matt McClure. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Merritt. How are you? Uh, good good week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Okay. Well, if you join us here before the great unbroken nation, then you're a listener, a regular listener, then you know that our mission is to transform our listeners into more educated, more equipped and financially savvy individuals so that you can make better financial decisions for your future and for your family and that you can unlock what's possible for your financial future. So folks, the truth is many people for their retirements, whether they've reached retirement or they're still working on it, their retirement may already be broken. They just don't know it yet. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're here to give you the information that you need, the critical information that will keep that from happening. So you, you won't get a nasty surprise later in your life, waking up and going, gosh, darn it, we're out of money. So we never want that to happen. If you've never been to our website, uh, drop by. Uh, we'd love to get a message from you. You can uh, stop by at retirementunbroken.com or you can always call us at 858-521-9700 and you can check out past episodes. Uh, you can see videos of me and you can give us a rating and let us know how you like the show. Just send us a message because we always like hearing from our listeners. So today we're going to touch on the market, what's going on there. We're going to uh, talk about Something we've been getting, we've getting a lot of emails from listeners talking about how can we get guarantees during this tumultuous time in the market? Is there a way to do that? What's the prudent way to go about that? So we're going to be covering some of those interesting things you may or may not already know about. And then at the end of the segment here, we're going to put it all together and we're going to show you how one lady put many of these components together for a very successful retirement. And I think if you're listening, that's probably the most important thing is to see how everything comes together so that you can go, okay, is that something that I can also pursue uh, and put it together in a similar way? Okay. So um, like I said, if you haven't talked to your financial advisor lately, especially with everything that's going on here, why not? And if you need a second opinion or you just want to talk about things, you can get a, um, a learned soundboard uh, sort of uh, unbiased opinion here, then then give us a call. Like I said, 858-521-9700, and we'd love to chat with you. We do not bite, and I talk to everybody individually, in person. Okay, so what's going on in the market today? So I want to just touch on that ever so briefly. Sometimes I go a little uh, too technical, I think, for for some, some of our listeners. And so, you know, last uh, couple of days, we've had some really nice, uh, the best run up of the market uh, of the entire year thus far. Really, really nice. And then boom, today we started out below. We kind of came above uh, the threshold and then quickly right before close of the markets here, we dip right back down. So uh, the Dow's down ever so slightly. So is the S&P, NASDAQ uh, and so on. Oil is up. And that is probably because uh, the news is out of Saudi Arabia, OPEC is going to cut uh, production significantly. Um, that's going to drive prices up, folks. So especially here in California, prices already been jumping up. So, um, you know, that's going to hurt pocketbooks. And I'll bet when the, the stocks were up, everybody was looking at their 401k and IRA and going, <gasps> man. Finally, look how much that went back up. We're on the right road again. So related to that, there's some legislation that's um, brewing up there in Washington that could really impact the 401ks and IRAs of all Americans. And some people are calling this this whole batch of potential laws that are coming out as a Secure Act 2.0. Uh, there's also something called the Earn Act, which is 
you know, Washington's so fond of acronyms, the Enhancing America Retirement Now Act. Okay. So these bills have in it a couple of uh, points that I want to run down with you real quick. It, it does allow for an increase in the maximum annual contribution to retirement accounts by $4,000. And as you may or may not know, every year they kind of add on 1000 that you can put away um, or so to your 401k or IRA and Roth. Uh, this one is talking about $4,000, and they're also talking about increasing the age, which you must begin required minimum distributions. The acronym there is RMDs. Uh, and if you're retired and you're um, 72 and you know what an RMD is, if you have an IRA, uh, traditional IRA, you've got to take money out. And it's required by who? The government. Because why? Because they want to tax you. They want their tax dollars. That money has never had taxes paid against it just yet. So they want to push that RMD back a little bit. I'd say that was a pretty good deal. And then uh, they want to require automatic enrollment for employer-sponsored plans. And in general, right now, uh, 401k uh, employer-sponsored plans, you've generally got to opt out of that plan. But other plans are different, you know. Um, they passed a law not that long ago, uh, oh, several years ago, where they would uh, automatically save 2 or 3% of your pay unless you opted out. And um, I'd say that also is a good thing, uh, especially with young folks who, who say, no, I need every dollar of that money that I'm going to take home for my lifestyle and rent and so on. And certainly understand that here in San Diego. Um, but guess what they didn't do? They didn't say while they were young. So uh, they had that going on, but it's, it's not uh, nationwide here. And then uh, the other factor here is increasing amounts for catch-up provisions for those who are over 50. So in general, 401ks and IRAs, you can contribute an additional amount than those folks who are under 50. So if you're over 50, you can put an extra amount in your 401ks and so on and so forth. So um, the increase in contribution limit, so the annual limit right now for tax deductible contributions to your IRA, your traditional IRA, and if you're under 50, you're used to it at about $6,000 a year. All right. And then for uh, uh, your 401k, that's that's twenty thousand five hundred dollars and that in in twenty twenty two. So if you were going to fully fund your traditional tax deferred IRA, you would put five hundred dollars away a month and that way you would fully fund your IRA. And then so your 401k, you want to cram twenty thousand five hundred in there in equal increments as a percentage of your your pay. So if you're over 50, the contribution limit for IRAs is $7,000. Uh, That's again for a traditional IRA. And uh, for your 401ks, it's 27500 So once again, if you're over 50, you get a nice little bump there of $1,000 on your traditional and another uh, bump there, uh, $6,000 or so for your, um, or $7,000 for your uh, 401k. All right. So basically they're proposing, and that's the important word here for you to remember is those changes they're looking at is a uh, proposed. So this may go nowhere. Um, uh, so we'll have to see, you know, uh, if it's got to get through the house and then it's got to go through the Senate. So um, whether it's a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, the proposal is to increase the contribution limit by $4,000 to a traditional IRA and 10,000 for your 401k. So, you know, that would move your 401k contribution limit to move up to 24500 if you're under 50, which is a lot of money if you can put that in. But that's just going to benefit you uh, later on. So discipline, right, it's the pain of discipline now so you can uh, avoid the, the pain of regret and sorrow if you were not going to save as much money as you can. So, um so, so who knows, you know, and then the other one, uh, like I said, is that pushing that RMD age back and uh, the House has passed it, the Secure Act 2.0, uh, the, ho the House has passed it and it says, all right, well, you know, where right now, oh, wait, let me just back up here. It used to be 70 and a half to take RMDs and then it changed with the Secure Act to 72. 
now they're talking about 73 years old in 2022. And then um, like we're running out of 2022 actually, but then 75 years old in 2032. So now at 72, you must do those RMDs and they're proposing that they're going to push that back to 75 years old in 2032. Um, I think it's nice. Uh, I think it's going to get some pushback because the government needs to, its taxes and there are trillions of dollars sitting in uh, deferred IRA accounts. So like I said, still has to be um, passed by the Senate and it has to be signed by the president before it would become law. Um, there's another one that um, this is good news that would change the type of investments that can be accessed inside of uh, 401ks. This is a Republican-driven bill uh, that aims to just add some more diversity with assets you can invest in, like um, private equity, hedge funds, you can invest in startups through those kind of things. That sounds really risky for somebody's uh, retirement uh, money. Uh, how about adding the Real Estate uh, Investment Trust, or acronym REIT, R-E-I-T, Real Estate Investment Trust. Uh, again, uh, those are pooled assets, and and um, it can be a little more risky than your average, uh, say, mutual fund you're investing in. Commodities are on the list. Um, and that would certainly give some diversifications to commodities are hot until they're not. It's a little bit of a slippery slope. Infrastructure investments, that seems like one the government would certainly want you to be uh, putting in there. And then an interesting one, which has been talked about for a very long time uh, since back in the Obama administration, is including insurance products like annuities. These would be the income annuities inside of a 401k investment structure for employees. So that's interesting. So why would your government be pushing hard to allow you to put an income annuity inside your 401k? Well, let's just say they want American retirees to be able to have an income stream when they retire. And there's less of a burden on the uh, the, the, the Medicare and uh, welfare and all these other things. So they you would have that access to make sure that you had an income stream later in your life. That takes less pressure on the um, puts less pressure on the government and the support mechanisms there. So it's interesting. Um, I I. I find, um, Mr. Producer, is that um, when you are out, say, like, for instance, I'm I, just recognizing that people have made a living out of bad-mouthing annuities on the television, uh, billionaire investors that run their own investment uh, offerings and services. I got no problem with that. They're a marketer. I got it. And then they've chosen the path of saying, don't do that. That's bad over there because we lose market share when you invest in those things. So I'm going to tell you it's bad. And so it's kind of, you know, after millions and millions of dollars of telling you it's bad, all of a sudden your government says, you know what we really like you and you future retirees to do is have the ability to invest in your own income pension stream if you don't have one inside of your employer program. That flips the script. That changes the paradigm, doesn't it, Matt? Yeah, it absolutely does. And as you said, I mean those those guys who who do take out those ads, they're they're marketers. They're they know they know what they're doing, and they they're giving <laughs> annuities a bad name and have done that for years. But um, you know now um, it seems like more and more people are catching on. Okay, maybe these aren't such bad investments after all. Maybe we don't have to believe the hype that's been out there. Yeah, for and, and it's like I say, there are good ones and there are bad ones, and it needs uh, a bit of explanation into it. But it just dawns on me with this legislation here, and again, Obama was uh, pushing it under his administration, um, and now it's come up again, saying, "How do we solve this problem with American retirees and help them out?" And maybe it's adding commodities in there, and maybe uh, adding some real estate investments in there so they can diversify their portfolios, or maybe it's adding a, the ability to create an income stream in their 401k, you know, that kind of thing. And those are all good questions. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see if it comes to fruition here. Uh, they've even talked about, uh, Matt, adding uh, cryptocurrencies in there. Um, as a selection inside of their 401ks. And I fear with something like that, that's still very fluid. 
you know, very fluid uh, in terms of regulation. And right. we've seen it drop suddenly out there. Um, whether or not that would be a good thing, because um, I, I would I would think that if other things get approved, this one would be a, a little harder to sell down the road. Yeah, well, and I, but, and I, but, I think, too, that, um, you know, <laughs> it's funny because I actually put together a, a piece not all that long ago, and we can play it on the show sometime when we're talking more about crypto, but um, there's a, there was a piece on uh, cryptocurrency and, and what a lot of people who, you know, might be regulating it or people who know a thing or two about investing, say Warren Buffett had to say about it, and, and what one of the quotes that is in there from Warren Buffett was, you could offer me all of the crypto, all like say you could just give me all the Bitcoin. He goes, I wouldn't take it. He goes, well, because what would I do with it? <laughs> you know, it's just so. The, so that was Warren Buffett's take, and and you know, I mean, it's it's been very volatile, and and just uh, as you say, a lot of uncertainty around the regulation too. Yeah, I've heard uh, Warren Buffett say some less than glowing things about crypto. Um, and the, and the way I put it is, you know, I think the train has left the station on it. My personal opinion is it's going to be around with us, but there's a lot of unknown factors in here. And I kind of say, look, if you're going to invest in it as a part of your speculative part of your portfolio, then just play it like Vegas. Only bet what you're um, willing to lose. And just know that the door to get in is really wide and the door to get out because you've got to sell it if you're going to get out. Uh, is going to be like the back door in a nightclub where there's a fire. Everybody wants to get out at the same time. And we just went through that. You just went through that. And there was um, a ton, a ton of wealth loss in the crypto meltdown situation. So that that um, conversation about how things are changing in the 401ks um, and and that conversation about, you know, additional investments, here we are in a in a very volatile market, we've got geopolitical issues and we've got the stock stock market experiencing tons and tons of volatility. Uh, we've got the word recession that is playing so, uh, so much out there uh, and our economy is slowing down. And um, this has sparked a lot of people to say, look, if I'm going to be investing, I'm looking for some safer alternatives right now. So uh, that's uh, kind of sparked, I guess, you know, the emails that we were receiving here and the calls uh, that says, you know, is there a way to invest and generate income for retirement? Is there a way to get guarantees? And this section here, folks, is uh, can, can be in, in uh, as a headline to this is get to the guarantees. And so as we were asked that we we're going to deliver. All right. What are those ways that you can guarantee? Now, I'll tell you this. When you're investing in the stock market, period, folks, take this to heart. There is no guarantee. If you ask a uh, your your local stock jockey, could I lose everything I'm investing? And the answer they have to give you is absolutely you can. There's no sugarcoating that. The stock market has a factor of risk to it. Okay. Yes, there are some that are less uh, risky. That's why we spend such a long time talking about risk tolerance when we're putting together plans for people. So, uh, so you can you can start with uh, uh, some thoughts like this. So you can save twenty five percent of your income each year, and so you don't have to work as long. Okay, what do you what do you do with that? And so instead of putting money that's sitting in your checking account, and right now there's tons of money sitting in checking accounts and savings accounts or just sitting there watching it go backwards with inflation. Um, so, so this would be beyond your emergency fund, right? So you, you're not talking about your emergency fund. Just keep that. It's a great idea. If you, if you have an emergency, you want to put cash, you know, hands on cash. So instead, um, 25% of your income, then, then let's say you put it in something we call, uh, that's very, um, certificate of deposit like that you get at your bank, except those have not been producing very well over the last several years, um, is a two-year uh, multi-year guarantee annuity. And the only way you're going to get uh, guarantees is by a contract through an insurance company. You cannot get those through the traditional equities market. So that's where we look when people say, where can we get a guarantee? That's where you get a guarantee. And right now, these two-year MIGAs, given the um, the interest rate situation, you can get a 3.7% uh, guarantee compound 
on a two-year, very short term. So it's a great way to park it and then get it back later on. And some of these have the ability to take assets out of it uh, each year if you need to, a certain percentage. Um, so they they function like a CD where there's a guaranteed rate, except you don't have the bank and the FDIC behind it. You have a insurance carrier who's making that guarantee. And that guarantee is based on that carrier's claims paying ability to do that. And these products have been out there for a very, very long time. Um, so they're just saying, we know as an insurance company, what we'll be able to invest and make the spread on, we're going to guarantee you this rate, plain and simple. And that's how they can give you higher rates than say your neighborhood bank. So if you can't live, I mean, sorry, if you can live without that money for a longer time, like you're, I have got it, it's just sitting there. I don't want to put it in the market, but I am looking at getting something better than bank rates. Uh, you can go uh, five years, and right now there is a five uh, five percent MIGA for five years compound. Right now, all you have to do is uh, give us a call if you want information on this, and we'll we'll uh, provide it to you. You can go to our website at retirementunbroken.com or call us at eight five eight five two one ninety seven hundred, and then you can get that information. Okay, so imagine how much better you can do um, if you can generate 5% on your savings money that we talked about. So that's 25% of the income and then get get a great rate of return and just eliminate that risk, right? Eliminate that risk due to market volatility. So um, that 5%, that principal, right? The principal that's getting that 5% is not at risk in the stock market. So that's just saying, you know, can you be a smarter investor and take the risk out and park it someplace and still get better than bank rates? That's one of the answers to the questions we've been asked. Okay. Um, the next one is, you know, that money that you're having in a bond component in your portfolio. Remember the old 60-40 conversation for retirees that we had and how difficult that was having in the market for quite some time now? That The reason why bonds weren't doing great, uh, you can use the bond replacement strategy uh, with tax-free and tax-deferred income strategy um, that you can put forth, right? And this is again, using an insurance company to make that happen because again, we're talking about guarantees and you can't get those in the market. So to get protected growth and yet get market-like gains without market risk and have the potential of generating lifetime income that you'll never outlive, uh, this is the angle to, to go about it. All right. So those two insurance approach contracts, taking market volatility, market risk off the table and then guaranteeing either market return or market upside with the income potential, essentially creating your own personal pension. Those uh, this last one is an example of doing that. Again, this is a question we're being asked. How do you how do you do that? Okay, so we're just explaining that to you. The last one, when you're dealing with, you know, safety and uh, trying to play on, can you layer on tax-free income to that? You can. And so for American pre-retirees and retirees, there's only a couple of sacred cows out there that you can get tax-free income out of. One of those is a Roth and the other one is life insurance. And then there's a third one, which would be certain types of trust that you can do, but we are not going into that. So let's talk about how, how can you use life insurance to, to derive uh, the living benefit of tax-free income? Um, this is very foreign to a lot of people. And uh, even when they hear it, they're like, one more time. How do you do that again? So I'll try to make it simple. Um, So tax savvy investors have used this strategy for quite some time to deliver tax-free retirement income. And it's great for folks who um, perceive this need and they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s um, as the cost of life insurance can be very low at these earlier ages. So to, to, to do this, we use what's called an IUL, that's an index universal life policy. And we get market-like gains without market risk on it. 
So, like I said, there's low cost of insurance, but um, but once that's satisfied each year, you'll build cash value within that life insurance policy, and that will grow over time as the money those those assets in there are linked to um, market indexes. So, to tell you how. Um, we're going to put an example together in a little bit here, how somebody can do that and derive uh, tax-free income over their lifetime. We're going to take a break right here, but then we're going to come back and we're going to break it down for you. And we're going to tell you how we use the IRS tax rule 7702, 7702 to make this happen. So join us back after we take a break. This is Merritt Strunk on the Retirement Unbroken Show. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as fast as you You're listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Unbroken Show. Hey, um, great unbroken nation out there. So right before the break, we uh, were talking about using a life insurance product called an IUL that you can fund and then take tax-free income out over your lifetime. And right before the break, I, I mentioned the IRS Rule 7702. Okay, so what that allows us to do is you can actually fund this IUL over your lifetime. You can stop funding it. And then later in life, you can take what's called uh, loans against the policy as tax-free income. Wow. Okay, so again, let me recap. You can have a Roth for tax-free income and you can use life insurance as tax-free income. And this is the way that it is done. So it can grow with market-like linked growth. And then at some point in your life, you can turn on the tax-free income. And in many cases, depending on the way it uh, is structured, you can still have a death benefit to those you leave behind when you are promoted off the planet. And, and some policies, you can also get chronic care. So think about it this way. If I die, there's a death benefit. If I live and I just need tax-free income on my retirement, I've got that. If I get ill and I need chronic care, I've got that. So highly, highly flexible. And again, we're using rule 7702 of the IRS to make make that happen. And in just a bit, we're going to pick on our fictitious named uh, lady named Linda, and we're going to show you how she used different components of what we've talked about to make a dynamite uh, master plan for her retirement. Uh, okay, so before I do that, there's one more thing that Linda coming up is going to be using, and that is a Roth conversion, a Roth conversion. So uh, we're not getting to Linda just yet, but we're going to pick on Rob. Rob is, in this example, he's going to do a Roth conversion, and this is leading up to our case later on here to try to break it down and show you how the master plan comes together. So Rob, in our case, is uh, 63 years old, and he has a $760,000 IRA. He worked in one place, and he contributed, and he grew that IRA. Um, you know, he rolled over 401ks when he left. And um, so this IRA, this is a traditional IRA, which means every time he takes money out of it at RMD time, it gets taxed. And what if the government raised the taxes in the future. All of a sudden, he has a higher tax rate and he is using this income, his Social Security and what other sources of income that are going to determine his tax rate. So how do we do a Roth conversion, which will drop and lower his retirement tax bill and potentially for his heirs too? All right, so this this um, try to imagine these numbers. I'm not going to get too much in a number salad for you folks because this can get quite complicated. I'm trying to, to to ever so briefly break this down to where we can we can take the the benefits from it. So starting this is about over 12 years. Okay, so that the heavy lifting of conversion actually is in the first four. So if we took 149 thousand dollars of Mr. Rob's 
$760,000 IRA. And we converted that about that much over the next four years each year. That would lower the traditional IRA balance and then add money into the Roth balance. So, okay, first four years, we take around $148,000 per year. Move that over. He's got income of about $166,000 through his, both this withdrawal and some other sources, his total taxable income. So he's got, you know, the taxable income minus Roth is 166. His taxable income is, my goodness, $315,000. His taxes due on those first four years is $69,000 each. But his Roth balance, you remember the first one we did was 149. And then we started to repeat that process for the next four years. So his Roth balance grows at 149, up to 309, up to 481, and up to 600 plus thousand dollars. Okay, so he's paying the taxes at the time you convert. He's got to use that money from other sources and he's got it. Then eventually what happens, folks, is remember his traditional IRA was $760,000 and it's still growing in there. And now the Roth is growing as well. And yes, he converted and he moved it from a left pocket taxable forever money into the right pocket tax free forever pocket. I dare say we would all line up under I want tax free forever bucket if we had a choice, right? So long story short, um, and this is the way it goes. Now, out of the $834,000, this is down to $356,000 for a tax saving, a tax saving of $478,000. So let's just say almost $500,000. He saved almost $500,000 in taxes. His total retirement and inheritance tax savings Overall, $718,000. So, uh, is this Roth conversion strategy mathematically viable or feasible for you? Do you have a larger traditional IRA that is in the, it's going to be taxed forever bucket? And what I mean is, guys, I, I frequently call it the, the, um, the tax trap, the, the traditional IRA tax trap, where all your money is in the taxable forever bucket. And every time you touch it, you got you get taxed over and over again. And in, in essence, when you have to pay the taxes, you have to go back to that bucket and you get taxed on that amount that you took out to pay the taxes. You know, when I, I, I meet with clients and we run through that situation and they see what their tax burden will be and the insanity of having to go back to that taxable bucket over and over again each year, multiple, multiple withdrawals within the same year in order to pay for living expenses and the taxes that are due. Yeah, you should see eyebrows go up and they just shake their head. They're like, That's crazy. Uh, very uh, very often, nobody's ever explained that to them and showed them the math. So if you're in that situation, I would encourage you to reach out to us. Just go to the Retirement Unbroken website and um, make contact. It, it makes sense that you do the calculation. You can always say, look, that not, not for me. That's fine. At least you're informed. And we always say here at the Unbroken Nation that knowledge is power. Do not wait. Ask questions. Why not? Right. Okay, so we're going to break down the multiple components that we've talked about, some guarantees, investments, a bond, alternative portfolio, and then income and tax-free income strategies. And we're gonna use our fictitious uh, person named Linda. Thank you, Linda, whoever you are. Uh, Linda is a professional female. She's 50 years old and she's divorced. Okay, so folks, I've gone through a lot of concepts here, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good tools, a lot of good information. This is what you have to listen up to. How did she, together with us, put that together? So here she is, she's a professional, she's working, she's 50 year old and she's divorced. And Linda wants to grow her money that she got from the divorce, right? And the money she's making and the money she's saved. And she wants to be smart about it. So we'll give a little texture to, um, to, to, to Linda. She's a marketing executive and she works for an aerospace engineering industry and she makes 
about $225,000 a year in salary, and she gets another $50,000 in bonuses. So she's she's a highly paid executive here. So overall, about two seventy five. dollars This is not unheard of. On the tax front, Linda's looking at a 35% tax bracket federal, and then, of course, the state taxes. Um, that could be seven, let's say. So her take-home is about 162000 937, you do the math correctly. Okay, so it's interesting. Folks out there go, wow, you're not talking to me, Mary. You just said this person's making 275. Isn't it interesting that her take home is only 162.9, right? And she gets a 5% raises on, on average here. Okay, so in Linda's case, we have to throw expenses in here. So uh, in general, $48,000 a year in expenses, which is breaks down to about $4,000 a month. And she says, I want to get the guarantees. I want to take a lot of the risk off the table. I'm okay with some risk, but look, I'm, I'm, I've got a plan and I'm just not, you know, that much at risk. Okay. So here's what she's putting in place that the, we talked about that IUL tax-free approach where you can, Yes, have a death benefit uh, and uh, depends on your drawdown. Yes, has tax, tax-free income um, when you turn it on for the rest of your life, depending on how you structure it. And then if she gets ill, she gets you know chronic care in some cases and some policies. Okay, so she says, I want to put $2,000 a month in an indexed universal life policy for 10 years. And that policy is illustrated to deliver $44,214 a year tax free. All right. That's the moral of the story right there. Starting when, when she's 65. So now she's 50, she'll put two grand in a month. And the way it looks is 44,214 coming back to her each year when she starts the income tax free income at 65. You get it. That's pretty cool. So she's going to contribute from ages 50 to 60. Then she's going to keep working until 65. Notice there's a gap there. You know, she's not funding it for the, the five years there. So she'll essentially like, she'll put it in, let it sit. She won't take anything out of that. No withdrawals from that policy for five years after she stops paying her premiums at 60. And then at 65, she turns it on. Okay. It starts taking that tax-free income because that's retirement. And if you think taxes are going up in the future, then this is an incredible return uh, in her income bucket. That's 44214 a year and will be worth $59,000, 59688 a, a year in pre-tax dollars. Interesting equivalency, right? And all she's doing is putting $2,000 a month away for 10 years. You get it? Okay, I hope so. So she's making, um, she'll make a slight adjustment um, in, in her lifestyle uh, for 10 years, she'll reap the benefits from age 65 to 90, right? That's the, you know, kind of the, the end of life planning horizon there. So 65 to 90 with income that eclipses what she's due to receive in Social Security. So she's got Social Security coming in and more money coming in tax-free with the IOL. Pretty cool. So she is definitely getting, with this strategy, getting into the, the guarantees with this IOL approach. And again, that's called LERP, uh, Life Insurance as a Retirement Plan. So what is she getting out of this? She's cutting uh, out future income tax rate risk. Okay, so what are the chances that income tax are going up? Okay, she's cutting that out. She's cutting out market risk, right? And she's diminishing inflation risk as her money will grow with market-like gains over time. Nice. So... I'd say she would be very happy with this, uh, this situation here just as one part of her strategy. But now she's saying, all right, well, does it make sense for me to implement a Roth conversion ladder and invest $500,000 into an annuity as part of her bond replacement tax strategy? Okay, so she's also going to generate $32,462 right, as an additional strategy in annual income from her half a million dollar annuity. She went with a 50-50, you know, allocation plan, and she has a million dollars total in her 401k and her IRA. So she's really saved up and done a a great job. So 
she left 50% at risk in the market and took 50% off the table to avoid risk with half of her money. So she's got that a million dollar 401k IRA. Then she did a rollover and put it into the annuity. And now she's generating that 32,462 when she's ready to turn that on. And another safe thing she did because she's fairly conservative, she invested in a five-year MIGA every quarter, earning, and we said 5%, but earned 5% for the month uh, beyond their, uh, her six-month uh, emergency fund. So she has a real plan, right? A really nice plan. Lots of income that's guaranteed, a good chunk of it, tax-free income. Uh, she's made a Roth conversion, and she's got money that has a guaranteed rate of return for five years. Wow. So she's got that real plan. She's, uh, I would imagine this lady is super happy and she doesn't have to significantly worry whether or not the stock market is going up or down or there's geopolitical risk or the tax environment or anything else like that. I dare say that with our fictitious Linda, that we've built a fortress on bedrock, on guarantees, not on what could be, but what is and not on sand. So uh, really, really tight plans. So look, that was an example of how all those pieces came together to make a really solid plan. It's a possibility that some of these things are not going to be um, in your future or inappropriate for you. But uh, for some of you, it really is. It's a possibility if you have the conversation and take a look at it. So uh, we provide comprehensive consultations at no cost to our listeners. So if you contact us, we'll take a look at see see if this uh, ideal plan can work for you. Uh, we'll help you analyze your current situation. If you've got uh, annuities and you're not sure about them, we'll take a look at that. We'll give you our unbiased opinion on that. And we'll tell you exactly what you're doing in your 401k and your IRAs. Like what fees are you paying? Or what performance are you getting? And by the way, I know this for a fact because we do it all the time. When we look through 401ks and help our clients pick what, the, what is appropriate for them or what they were in and they've lost so much money in, always, always, they have no clue. I had no clue. Why doesn't anybody explain this? And I tell them, it's like, because they just don't take the time to do it. It, it takes time to do it, but, but they just don't take time to do it. And if you need that and you want that, why not? It's just, uh, you know, a few minutes out of your time. So we can also help you uh, determine what's your ideal and optimum social security uh, plan. Case in point, um, we were doing a, a review of a retirement plan just yesterday. And for this uh, client we were looking at, um, a, lot of, a lot of great things in her plan. I'm, I'm just so happy um, that... If she didn't need the income to turn it on at um, 67, then if she could wait till 70 over her lifetime, that was close to another quarter million dollars over her lifetime. She said, well, then should I do it? And I was like, well, let's make sure that you have enough income so that it, that's a possibility. And if, and if not, then we know we have an income gap in retirement and we may have to turn it on. But let's take a look and see if we can't make that work. So... Uh, we're going to take a, a break right here, and then we're going to come back and talk about how you can um, reduce costs on a cost cutter idea for you. And then we'll wrap it up very soon. All right. So um, let's take a break. If you haven't been to our website, that's Retirement Unbroken. My name is Merritt Strunk, and this is the Retirement Unbroken Show. You're listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. To schedule your complimentary consultation with Merritt, visit retirementunbroken.com. Have you experienced age discrimination in the workplace? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. If you're 50 or older, chances are you've either seen or personally suffered from age discrimination at work. 
That's true for nearly two-thirds of workers in that age group, according to research from AARP. And the pandemic certainly contributes to that persistence with one in four people who have been let go or otherwise left the workplace during the pandemic having trouble finding a job if they're 50 or older. Bill Rivera is senior vice president for litigation at the AARP Foundation. He says spotting age discrimination is not always easy, but there are signs to watch out for. For example, are promotions or training opportunities or key assignments given to younger workers routinely over older workers? Do you hear around the office and does the company tolerate jokes about age and ageism, like referring to the idea that you can't teach old dogs new tricks? Rivera says if you see possible age discrimination, it's important to document it. And you want to do that as close in time to when it happens. So note the date, what you saw, what you heard, who else was there. Talk to your supervisor. A lot of times you can resolve these things informally, but if you can't, you may need to go up the chain. And he says the AARP Foundation has several resources available to help older workers. For example, Back to Work 50 Plus, which has free workshops, tools, and career coaches to help you, as well as AARP's Resume Advisor, where we will, for free, review your resume and provide advice and tips to make your resume stand out as well as AARP's job board to connect you with employers who've indicated they are interested in an age-diverse workforce. So what would you do if you see or experience age discrimination at work? That's a key question to consider as Americans are living and working longer. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Are you concerned about inflation, political uncertainty, rising taxes, and how it could all affect you and your family during retirement? If you have an IRA balance over $400,000, you could save six figures in retirement taxes that you would be paying over a 35-plus year retirement. Find out how much you could save today by scheduling your free Roth conversion consultation with Merritt Strunk at retirementunbroken.com. This part of today's show, Your Retirement Unbroken, is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at retirementunbroken.com. All right, welcome back. This is Merritt, and you are listening to The Retirement Unbroken Show. I hope you got that last section before the the break. Um, Wow, powerful. Can you imagine putting all those pieces together where you've got tax-free income, um, you've got guaranteed rates of return, uh, you've taken risk off the table. So all those co- components came together in a plan for um, Linda. I hope that you're a Linda out there walking around and you're asking those right questions. And I think the right question for you to ask is, how can that apply to me? What parts of it could apply to me? And like I said, reach out to us and we could chat about it. Here's the cost cutter of the week. Okay, so real quick here in the little bit of time that we have left, we're going to talk about just being smart. Cutting out cost and and interesting. When's the last time you reviewed all those um, subscriptions and charges you're getting um, uh, to your your credit card, right? And um, little ones sneak in there, and sometimes you forget about them. But uh, if you're going to cut some costs, you might ask yourself these questions. Everybody walks around with a cell phone right now, and, and we had to do the same thing at the uh, Merritt's household, which is, do we really need a landline anymore? It seemed like the only calls we were getting were uh, people soliciting us. And, um, and and unless you need it for business or something like that, you may consider cutting that off. Uh, jump over the, the line and say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and do this. So you can cut that landline cost and just use your cell phone. Um, it does uh, pay off to go back to your cell phone provider and see what deals they have. Um, so think about cutting that up. And, and – um, also, have you shopped around for a better cell phone rate lately? Um, there's always deals that are happening out there. Uh, sometimes when people look at how much they're paying for their cell phones or it's bundled with their cable, um, there can be some better deals out there. So it, what my wife says is it doesn't hurt to ask. You're right. It doesn't hurt to ask. And um, if you are watching traditional cable out there, would you be better off watching, and I, we see more and more of this on as we go through monthly expenses with clients and say, um, is this all? Is this all you're doing for your, your cable and internet? And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't get traditional cable. We just stream. 
Um, and how do you like it? Oh, it's fine. We really don't watch that much. Turned out we, we don't really miss our, our cable. Uh, we use Netflix or just Amazon Prime or, or Hulu. So could you lower your costs by just knocking off the cable and going straight towards a streaming thing? That is getting more and more of the trend here. And lastly, are you getting um, a package of uh, printing on dead trees every uh, day or weekend? And what I'm talking about is newspapers or magazines. Could you convert and go to the online subscriptions? Do you have a tablet? that you can go through that or a reader that you can do that. You can eliminate some costs doing those things. So those are a couple of cost cutting ideas to always ask, right? As you go through your bills and saying, well, if you, if you added that up over 30 years, how much would you be paying? Right. And could you be using that to do something better? Well, I'll leave you with those ideas. And we really had a jam packed show today. Um, think about that. Think about the plan that we talked about. Think about what we've been asked and, and we delivered on the show today, which is how do I take the risk off the table and how do I put guarantees in instead? Um, we talked about bond replacements, talked about guarantees. We talked about tax-free retirement income. And um, I dare say those are some of the, um, the top ideas that you can use to put in place the guarantees and take risk off the table for now. This has been the Retirement Unbroken Show and Unbroken Nation. I'm glad you've joined and hopefully you were fed exactly what you need exactly when you need it. My name is Merritt, president of Momentum Financial and the show. We love to uh, get comments back from our listeners. So go to our website at retirementunbroken.com and send us a line or give us a call at 858-521-9700. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your complimentary no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com or pick up the phone and call 858-521-9700. That's 858-521-9700. Advisory services are offered through Momentum Financial and Insurance Services, LLC, an investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through Merit Strunk, an independent agent, California license number 0L7510. Certified financial fiduciary is a FINRA-recognized professional certification.